Hello, everyone. Good morning, good night, good day, wherever you are. This is the Tom and Strider podcast. This is Strider. And this is Tom. And together, we are the Tom and Strider podcast. Opening my first 25 ounces of podcast juice. Cheers to you, Mr. Tom. Beautiful. Cheers, cheers to you, Strider. Uh... May your thirst be quenched and your thoughts be wild and here we go. Let's get into it. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So, so I, I don't, yeah, we didn't do a podcast uh, last week. I forgot or no, yeah, we couldn't do one. And then basically what I'm trying to say is within the last few days, uh, it seems like on Friday, this bank stuff started happening, and it involves uh, this bank that was located in Silicon Valley. I think it was called the Silicon Valley Bank, and basically... Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you've got your backs wrong here, buddy. I think this happened in Gondor, and it whoa. was the Mithril Valley Bank. You know what? You're right. I totally... Uh, jumped the gun there was the the gun yeah the bank of gondor um what did uh did tolkien ever allude to some kind of like uh like because we know all of their struggles and problems were like you know kind of mythical related uh was there anything with like the finances and maybe like one superior intellectually kind of race or group of peoples controlling every like was there anything alluded to like that in uh lord of the rings well tolkien always pounded pounded his fist about uh through his works uh that uh no no nation in middle earth could truly be free with if it it did not have control of printing its own money and that any federal reserve was mm-hmm. a usurpation of this of this sovereignty, uh, hmm. and that no, no, I'm just kidding. Hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, he did he did talk a lot about these dwarves, you know, just kind of like, you know, just hoarding all these jewels and shit, and just caring about their gold and monies and hmm. devising all of these devious schemes and holding up in their their caves and in the mountains uh also making it up but kind of not he did he did have those uh obviously you see that in the 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 works like the the trope of uh the dwarves in their you know smithies and constantly mining and seeking riches Mm -hmm. um and I think people have like ready to complain about that make that uh, I don't know that, that, that association that would be upsetting to some but yeah I don't know I don't think he was actually being direct with anything like that yeah it seemed like his stuff yeah not, not as much as like uh, JK Rowling per se <laughs> <laughs> she kind of I feel like she just kind of you know, and bless her heart. She kind of just went for it, and you know, you can make the connections if you want. Um, 
have you yeah have you come across any cool lord of the rings uh news or or things coming up we we talked last time about how they're definitely going to make some more movies and milk it out and uh no not really yeah. just this mithril valley bank thing um yes you know where all the all these elvish and dwarvish and all the asians men men depositors yes all the asians in north face jackets it's silicon valley uh, they're they're losing all their <laughs> or they they would have um i'm not really sure how it's gonna go yeah but it seems like they're gonna kind of let them off try and bail them out um but yeah some shitty bank went under it went went woke went broke it was funding probably way too much of that sort of shit you know on leftist side of the spectrum these projects that mm. are not money makers and are just pandering to that that whole ideology like funding some i don't know woke ass bullshit projects and what have you among other things too like apparently there was just terrible management uh, of the entire business. Uh, there was, you know, like a diversity officer that was focused, you know, so much on all these these events and these things about like diversity and representation, blah blah. blah. And then uh, they did they didn't have like a risk officer for like a significant amount of the year last year or something and uh, just basically the logical conclusion of all this nonsense going on if it were running a bank it was spending all this time on trying to create a like a perfect deck of trading card people uh, like I've got I've got an Indian I've got a Chinese I've got a black person I've got a a Dutchman, I've got a South American Latina, you know, just like doing that whole diversity thing, checking off all the boxes and treating them like trading cards. And then um, saw something about one of these people, one of these high ups. They're trying, like, recently their time had been focused on trying to plan out this whole Pride Month thingy event. I don't know what it was, but, or marketing campaign. I don't know. It's like, See, that's where you're dumping all your resources, all your time. It's into this nonsense bullshit. And meanwhile, your business is crumbling. And yeah, that's what happened, it seems. And uh, still learning a lot of things. Uh, it's pretty fresh, pretty fresh. But you know, it's already. Makes... Mm, Sorry, go on. No, you. No. You, I was just gonna say, uh, it just—it makes me think of that meme that I saw months, maybe a year ago, talking about. It was like some anon talking about when the banks were gonna fail, and his quote was, "It's gonna happen on a Friday, and then over the weekend you're gonna have all this crazy shit, and then I think tomorrow is the 13th. Yeah, tomorrow's the 13th. Um, what? So I mean, like, you know, I." I, you know, I was out today running errands and stuff, and I happened to drive by, like, you know, another big bank. There was no one outside withdrawing money, and... Um, well, it is a Sunday. 
But I mean, like, the, the, there's no lines at the ATMs, you know. Like, I don't know. I would have imagined like cars. Yeah, parked I guess and, you could do that too. You know what I mean? I think there's limits on ATMs, though. Right. Um, my question is, what I mean, even if a bank, let's say, like, yeah, this bank fails, uh, does that necessarily mean all of the other ones are gonna fail? And I just don't understand, you know, if there isn't all this money, you know, they actually don't have all this money, then aren't we already using, you know, digital currency in a way? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not for digital currency, but like, would, would, would this affect you or I? That's, uh, is that the question? But yeah, but you touched on something kind of like philosophical important too with our current money um paradigm it is kind of like somewhat made up like yeah. we're not constantly exchanging the physical notes right it's just it's just numbers being passed back and forth in a digital seriously realm right? that's and what i was thinking yeah like, we're already doing to it. some degree it is a little bit yeah of a digital currency but we have a physical um we do have a physical version of it that we can exchange for like it, it works in real in real life too right um but there are there's definitely not all of those physical notes printed in existence i'm sure like right i feel like just for the way our monetary system works it's so fuck like we we create money out of thin air through debt um through debt and interest like that's not I'm not I'm not uh, the most qualified to or just eloquent at speaking on these financial money matters or whatever but like I get the idea in a sense and like that's a terrible way of deriving or recouping value um, in any system uh, doing it through debt and in interest create like just creating money through thin, creating money out of thin air through interest from debt, uh, and that's a big part of like how our whole system works. Like, you get a loan, and you know you get a however many percent interest rate on on that loan for whatever your you know interest rates right now going going up and up, and it's mid six is probably going to go higher. Um, they were talking about it's going to go from like they they were mulling like a point two five or or twenty five basis points um, increase to a fifty, which is basically like a quarter percent to fifty to half percent, and yeah, that just means that you pay back even more money on top of the on the um, the loan that you took out so like with each month you're paying even more on top of the interest on top of your principal and that is they're doing that in effect to recoup or make up for the fact that they drove all this inflation that they created all this inflation by printing all this money that didn't exist or didn't the value for it didn't exist and um, the, and the, the excuse was, oh my god, COVID. 
and and now we have to make up for that by hiking interest rates and then like forcing the people to basically fork over this extra money that didn't exist and that comes through their labor and um yeah their time and labor and so people uh, you could you could you know there's courses on all this stuff but and i'm terrible i'm like people major and do whole they have their whole careers based on this shit and i'm i'm doing a terrible job summarizing but yeah it's a terrible system um and this bank failing is kind of like almost like a feature of the system um with just how fast and loose shit can get and um there is there are so speaking of like you know not seeing people at the bank you know not lining up and trying to withdraw shit or whatever there maybe some people are for some banks bank runs um there are guarantees you know the um like federal deposit insurance or whatever um oh yeah yeah right uh, that covers you up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars right um anything beyond that wouldn't be covered um unless it was bailed out or there was some other massive thing that was like we're gonna cover that all which i just read something that might it might just throw all the shit out the window and like yeah they are gonna try and cover it but then it just throws out all moral hazard with banking and i don't know i need to i need to just read some of that i need to read more about it can't comment too much on it or make too many i don't know draw too many conclusions about it and it's too fresh but yeah i wouldn't this could be the start you know kind of like layman brothers 2008 or um they could be trying to nip it in the bud and trying to bail it out right away and stop any of that leakage just chaos that happened in 2008 because they learned their lesson or something i don't know they're gonna keep trying to prop up the the system um because i i read something too not too long like a couple hours ago that like the first they said like no we're not gonna bail them out and then they reverse course and they're like okay we're gonna bail this bank out and it seems like it's because it's a bunch of like fucking rich ass fuckwads that align with that you know that whole side that they were like oh shoot we don't want these people to lose money we don't want our friends to lose money and it's yeah crony capitalism um some of the specifics in that bucket are like apparently Oprah Winfrey had a fuck ton of money with that bank I saw something saying like she, she yeah she, like she lost she was losing like half a billion um if this bank went under which it did um but she might be recouped if they actually step in and try and save them uh another another funny one was Harry and Megan um the uh I don't even know what you call them anymore they're they're not uh, the future presidential candidates oh yes <laughs> the, the future president failed presidential candidate Megan Merkel and her cuck husband Harry and 
they saw saw something less yeah they're like they lost everything but um but again i think it sounds like they're going to be bailed out um apparently 97 percent of people banking with that bank had deposits above two hundred fifty thousand. what so 97 percent yeah so this what wasn't the... a bank for you know y- you know the little people the toms and striders of the earth uh it was for, you know, it was a Silicon Valley bank. It did a bunch of like funding these uh, venture capital projects and stuff, or uh, just funding startups and stuff. Um, I didn't know that ninety-seven percent had more than two hundred fifty. Like this is a. Uh... Apparently, that's what I saw. Wow, this is huge. Then this is like. Like, to me, it just seems like, you know, and this is all satire, but, like, this is, like, <clears throat> their evil money laundering operation, and, you know... It well, that's f- Ukraine. Yeah, that, that, but, like, you know, this bank thing, like, you know, they <laughs> they, they just fund uh, all these startups that they want their technology for. I mean, like, you know, Oprah's involved. Like, how does something like that just yeah, fail it's... out of thin air? I don't know. Well, it used to have a purpose and used to fund worthy, worthy ship, and then like like contagion seeped into okay. the the ruling classes' minds, or maybe it was already always there, and then they're just like, "All right, push it now." But anyway, this bank was one of those banks in the Silicon Valley area that was I don't, it was like one of the primary funders of a lot of these startups and stuff, and um. It seems like a lot of people, a lot of like connected leftists, were also banking through it. Um, maybe not their entire portfolios, but at least some, and you know, millions or more. And yeah, it just, it just got tangled up with uh, pumping out all these stupid ass like. It started funding all these dumb projects like trans salad um uber delivery like <laughs> I don't, like some whatever inclusive whatever bullshit like this or that like just uh one of those projects that actually isn't anything but they they you know it's it's the most inclusive and diverse and um uh cis hetero non-normative uh whatever i don't all the isms and all this it checks off all that stuff in that on the in that in that uh, category and we all know that that stuff is not good for business it's uh, it's stifling for business and any project that you fund is going to be it's like that it falls in that category you know it's going to be inherently more difficult to be profitable and make money I'm like oversimplifying but you know that's that's the gist of it like that whole mindset, that whole ideology, it just makes everything more difficult, more expensive, or it just, it's self-paralyzing. And that's what it did at, on, on like a grand scale to this bank, I think. Like it invested in all these bunk-ass projects and money wasn't coming home. There was a bunch of stupid-ass people running the bank that were also 
fully subscribe to that uh, all that bullshit and and this is the end result so um, and it's just a shame that it seems like they're gonna step in and try and bail them out because it would have been so fun to see Harry and Megan's wealth wiped out after their just everything else they've done it would have been so fun to see Oprah lose half a billion dollars. It's, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, pretty weird. It, it would have, you know, they shouldn't bail these banks out. I don't know. It's, uh, it sets a terrible standard to just yeah. bail any old bank out. It says there's no risk. Like, hey, yeah. All banks can just take every risk they want, and there's no hazard because you, we'll bail you out in the end. Like, and that creates a, you know, that just creates a whole new ball game. Like, hey, look, we can we can invest in anything. We can we can throw money at any shit, and then this governing body or whatever is going to bail us out time and time again. And then, I mean, obviously, it doesn't work. This. This, there's no permanency to that plan. Like, it, it just leads to utter ruin. Um, so I don't. I don't think that's like the permanent. They're not going to say that's the permanent solution. They're 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 going to bail out this bank because it's their buddies in trouble. Is what I feel like. Yeah. What? <clears throat> what bullshit? And. uh yeah, you know, I don't, I don't understand enough of the financial system, but I mean, the whole thing sounds fishy, sounds, you know, to me, it sounds like this is just some money laundering bullshit, and yeah, like, whatever they tried to invest in fucking flopped, and, um, what, uh, you know, now there's all this supposed panic, I, I thought I would see a bunch of dumbasses lined up, and trying to withdraw money from the ATM. Maybe tomorrow I mean, it would be like that. You might tomorrow, yeah. yeah. I would maybe pay attention tomorrow. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, I'm looking at some websites, and to me a lot of it feels fake. It's a lot of people, supposed people, saying, you know, take everything out now, and... And then, you know, I saw that and I was kind of like, well, okay. And then I was kind of like, well, let's say this bank did fail. Let's say other banks fail. We are, like, already on, like, a digital kind of currency thing. Like, I use my card all the time. And I don't use paper money, like, kind of rarely, actually. And let's say these banks did fail. I mean, would would it impact us? Does it? Would it impact our digital number next to our account number, you know? Because if that happened, then I think you would see shit flip, but... If, yeah, if your bank failed itself, then yeah, um, whoever you're banking with, if they, yeah, if their if they're financials went all, went south because of all this, because they were tied up with those other banks, because they were... Um, through their accounting and funding like that they had bought into these other banks too I don't like 
the whole world of it and investing in each other and all this stuff. I don't totally, again, I'm not the expert, but, um, yeah, it's possible for it to spiral, to, to ripple outward to other banks that were invested in that bank as well. And your deposits could end up being wiped, but under $250,000, they would be insured by previous law. Um, and the, is it is it possible that maybe another major bank was investing with these smaller banks that are now being, uh, you know, like SVB or whatever? Yeah, I think there were, but I don't think it's... It's, it's yet to be... We don't know yet, okay. ...announced okay. or known, like, yeah, like... What the exact... And maybe some people in the, in the industry in the know know who all it's going to ripple out to and really fuck over, but I don't think it's really been said yet. Hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's, you're, like, you should be covered, like, your, right. I doubt it'll affect your personal bank. Um, hope it doesn't ripple out much further, but, um, if, even if, you know, deposits under 250k, you're gonna, you'll be insured for. Um, but it is still, yeah, it, it's guess back to your whole point about, isn't this already kind of digital? Right. Yeah, no way. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, as long as my digital number doesn't go down and I can still make purchases and buy yeah, property like, and stuff, like, you know. I don't think you'll be Unless everything truly goes south. So, like, your your personal deposits shouldn't change, but, like, you know, this could have ripple effects on the market, which will affect any, like, stock investments you have and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it won't, it shouldn't change anything in your personal deposits. Hey, as long as I can keep buying Chipotle with some guacamole, with some <laughs> chips. It's uh, all that matters. You it's know, all that matters. I'll be I'll be satiated and and enamored enough by the circus to uh, you know totally ignore this one. But <clears throat> it is pretty damn weird. Um, I guess yeah, we'll see what happens as this is kind of just developing as we speak. Breaking news. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to touch on if we don't have anything else about the bank, you know. Um, Because all of this kind of happened so suddenly, and I felt like there was also some other bigger news that was coming out around the same time. And to me, with, uh, you know, this sudden news and the amount of, you know, anonymous people saying, you know, telling you to take out all your money and even like that uh, Kim.com guy, I you know, I, I don't know what to make of him, but he was even... He tweeted some shit out like, everyone take your money out now and da 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 da. And it's kind of like, eh, this seems like it might be fake. I don't know. But, um. Well, I know that, like, so that itself can create a panic and can cause it the ripple. Like, so peop- a bunch of people running on the bank to withdraw all their money. Right. It will that itself like cause it. a panic right. because the banks. This is also kind of what's partially wrong with the monetary system. Like, banks only have to have a very 
fractional percentage of the actual like money that people have deposited with them. Like it's like it used to be a lot more, but I think it's it's like under ten percent that they actually have to have in in like physical in their in their keep under their stewardship and like in their deposits in their vaults. They like it's like yeah, I don't want to talk out of my ass. I knew it at one point. I'm going to look it up, but yeah, they don't need to have a hundred percent of the month. Like, you know, there's you and me and a hundred other people depositing at this little bank and we've all got a thousand dollars in it. And so, you know, there's a hundred and two thousand dollars in there and, um, on paper at least, but that bank only has to have like 10,000 physical on hand because they know at any point, you know, their depositors aren't going to need that much cash on hand. They're not going to be pulling out that much air there. Like, they're just going to need it as they go, blah, blah, blah. And rarely does anybody do pull out, you know, the entirety of their deposit and then go move it, shift it somewhere. And even if they do, it's usually, yeah, it's done in like a, a digital way. Um, like, you wire transfer the, the money because um, you're making a big purchase like you bought a car or you bought a house and you put that down payment down and that and now that money goes directly into some other bank but there's no physical movement of it um, with how it happens currently and if you try to do that physically and if everybody tried to do that physically then it would all fall down because it's not there <laughs> so that's like the whole like if everybody starts trying to withdraw all their deposits right now, that will itself cause a panic and potentially a collapse um, because the money is not there. Right. Which it's it's there in theory. Right. It's there in theory, but and like, which is why I felt like it was manufactured outrage. Cause like, that's what they obviously want. They want this complete collapse of everything. And it just seemed like, you know, it just seemed like, yeah, like not, you know, it's not organic. These are not organic people thinking and talking. It was just like a bunch of you know, caps locks and doom and gloom and do it now. And I was just seeing it. And I was like, huh, this seems like it's totally fake. And that's what obviously that's what they want to happen. So, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. I you know, I guess yeah, we'll see what they say. But I don't know, man. This is uh, you know. It's it's going back to our original uh, theory and thoughts that, you know, this is the last year of their power and they are going to try every plan right now to destabilize as much as possible and keep whatever power they can have. And um, I'm seeing something, too, like Wells Fargo being brought up a lot, um, which is like one of the major banks, I don't, you know. I don't know. Are you, uh, are you... Yeah, I've seen them mentioned. Yeah, um, this is kind of... Yeah. Sorry, I'm also, like, so I, could, I had to look up what I was saying earlier. It, like, minimums reserves that banks need to have. It's, it's, uh, seeing zero to 10%, which is concerning. It's like, what, you can have zero reserves? But yeah, it's, it's generally, like, like 10% hmm. banks are supposed to have. Um, think it was more in the past but they've kind of 
just watered it down. And anyway, um, I did see something about Wells Fargo too, like the uh, the funniness with um, people's deposits, their their accounts saying different from what they understood. Like yeah, their accounts they, going into the negatives. Yeah, which is scary. <laughs> and that's so. Even aside, like a time like this aside, like this that that stuff totally happens, and you know it's all in the digital realm. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's digital. It's it, there's glitches that happen and stuff, and like all the damn time. This, yeah, this happened to me a long ass time ago, where I thought I, I looked at my account and I was like. There was exactly a thousand more dollars in it than I thought there was supposed to be, you know. And I, I was like, "Oh, okay." And I thought, like, I thought it was related to some money movement that was supposed to happen, but this was apparently in what it ended up being. Like, this was just some weird glitch. My account said I had that money at that time, and then I went and went and spent some money, and then I ended up going. This is, I was, I was, you know, years ago, and I was like, didn't have that much money to begin with, too. So, um, just a kid bad with his money. And I went and overdrew, but because I, ha- I was, I had this knowledge that I had just seen my bank account numbers say like this much. And, and then I overdrew so much, and then I got like fined for the overdrawal, you know, the overdrawal, uh, fee and, um, and then later on, I learned that like some it was a long time after like like there's like weird stuff banks can do sometimes. It's just like with how they shift the money around and stuff, and like them they might like temporarily deposit something into your account just because they're doing some like I don't know back end custodial shit with them just shifting things around. And uh, I happen to catch it, I got a glimpse of it at the right time to fool me and then go foolishly spend some money that I didn't have apparently um, but that, that's not to say that happens a lot um, but what happened recently was like a whole bunch of people checking in on their accounts and being like what the fuck I just deposited stuff and it disappeared I'm in the negative now I'm in this and that Like, and, it, and it's right on the heels of this Silicon Valley Bank stuff too. So, oh yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Super concerning. The whole, the whole thing is fucked. I mean, I feel like I get a, you know, I feel like I'll look at my my bank account and the fucker changes, you know, three times a second. <clears throat> like one minute it's this amount, then I look the next day, then it's this <laughs> amount, and then I got deposited this amount, and really three days ago I actually had this amount, and no, they just billed me now for the, you know what I mean? It's like. They could be doing so much fucky shit the whole time and it wouldn't surprise me and like you know like you everything is satire but you know they want to go to this one digital currency that the government backs and you know that shit is just gonna be tampered with and fucked with and you know the the digital currency is their other way of getting all of us onto their matrix and you know if they can implement that then well actually citizen you need to upload your biometric data and tie it to your banking data otherwise 
how will we know if it's really you or not? You know, and, oh, you didn't get the latest vax, we're going to have to rescind your, your banking biometric data and no internet for you. You've had too much to think. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just getting ever so closer to those levels and I think this whole thing stinks and I, you know, I hope it's not my bank that uh, <laughs> goes under or whatever. You know, I, I don't think it will, but um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, obviously I'm on the side of humans, paper money, gold, no Federal Reserve, no creating money out of nothing. Um, but at the same time, because I feel like, uh, you know, I have a job and is able to save up a little bit that, you know, as long as it's not my account, I mean, which is like also, you know, like not the way to think too. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's pretty weird. Like everything mm-hmm. else, it's pretty damn weird. Um, pretty fucking weird in World <laughs> War Three. Things are weird. I know, like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> like, I feel like this is the, you know, we're at the part of the history books where... You know, the road up to World War Three, And then, after Ukraine, you know, the bank's Wells Fargo collapsed. And this caused a major collapse of all banks. And this forced U.S. to enter the war against Russia. And China sided with Russia, you know. And the whole, uh, the whole thing about, like, all of our government people uh, <coughs> unanimously voting to look into or to like claim China was the source now of COVID-19 like just all seems a little too uh perfect timing and then you know then after that like China will enter the war or something I don't know it's all uh basically if you've ever played Warcraft 2 the fog of war is real and we are just now we are in that fog of war while our enemies are building their multiple farms and mining and procuring their lumber and beefing up their army and their sorcerers you know we're just uh, we're yeah. just you know we're little peons and they they've got chinese black mages already ready to go and uh yeah these, fu- these fuckers got chinese black mages chinese Holy black shit. mages man they got ogres and fuck them you know hey fuck them yeah fog of war no you're totally right Lava Ukraini. Um, oh, God. That bullshit. I hate that. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Um, to make fun minus. of it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's... Yeah. Like, everything's so fucking crazy. Fucked. Like, we're being washed. We're being drained. Sucked dry of our wealth through so many different means. Um, you know, Ukraine, the most obvious and blatant one, just like sucking away our tax money, sending it to it, the most corrupt, corrupt, corrupt state in Europe and, uh, to fund a bullshit war that we goaded Russia into. Uh, yeah, it's, it's also tiring. It's also tiring, damn it. Um... 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there was something there. There's something else there. Damn it. I lost my, I forgot what I was going to bring up. Um, yeah. Yeah. China, China, Russia, they're going to be best friends and they're going to start fighting the West. That's, that's what I see happening too. I think, um, yeah, this decision to blame China right away and everyone agrees to it. Like, I don't know. Also, because I don't really talk to like normie people or get their opinions on things, like I just, are they even aware of like this new story now that like COVID-19 was, you know, created in a lab and do they even care? Uh, You know, it's like, well, (laughs) come on. Everybody knows that's just conspiracy theory. Yeah. I know. And now like our government's saying the opposite and we're just all too, uh, I don't know, man. I guess we're all just too distracted. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bread and circus, baby. It's still such a powerful tool. It's crazy. And I I keep, yeah. Keep trying to like, I don't know, you know, just drop nuggets, try and wake up, Spark a few, uh, spark some people's minds, and uh, it just doesn't work. They're all so inured. They're so into the bread and circus still. Even the people that you think that might be more open to it, or it, not not everybody. Like some people can be receptive, but there's still a lot of people that you think would would, would be more open to it, and they're just like, Ugh. yeah. So sports ball. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get around it. It's like they've really got to... really need to hit them in the face. That's pretty much it. You just got to hit them with it. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, too, and I forgot. Oh, so, okay. We kind of laid out what we think is going to... I mean, like, are you one of the ones that thinks, like, hey... Maybe I should withdraw some money. Like, what are you? Uh, no, not at this moment. Um, but then again, I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Uh, I would. It's good to have a good amount of cash on hand. Um, most people don't. Like they just take, you know, what what they need for the week or whatever, you know, just they just have what's in their wallet. Um, it's actually good to have a good, like, maybe 10%. I'm not a financial advisor. Everything's satire. But, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 10% of your total wealth. No, eh, maybe not that much, but 5% cash. Like, just have your cash on hand. Like, not in your wallet but in a place outside of the bank accessible to you. Uh, You should have just a few, I don't know what you're working with, how much you got, but, you know, a few thousand in cash on hand is probably not a good thing to have, or not a bad thing to have, Um, just outside of the bank. And that's a low low number. Um, 
Because you don't know how what what might happen. Uh, shit could hit the fan. Things could, you know, what if they? What if your electronics failed? Like elect payment processing is all of a sudden not happening. Your credit card becomes useless. You're gonna need something to exchange goods and services. Uh, that legal that tender. And so, like, you'll need to have something on hand. Uh, you know, that's an extreme scenario, like that sort of thing going offline. But possibility, everything electrified and all that. What happens when the power goes out? Uh, hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it's wise to have some cash um, just for that purpose. I don't think you need to go pull out all of your money or, like, 50% of your money Especially if you're not over that 250,000 mark, um, that's insurable. I would, I still have some faith in that little guardrail that they've, that, that they've given us, that they've put in place. Um, what would be really worrying is if everything hit, just failed, all the shit ever just hit the fan. And, then they were like, sorry, we can't even insure that. Like then it then it'd be like, fuck. But then it's like nobody could nobody could predict that and nobody I don't know. Then everybody's in the same boat. I feel like um, that's that's what's gonna happen. We're just all gonna be in the same boat if some fucky shit happen and therefore uh like I don't know, why even bother? Um, if you can, maybe, maybe it's too late, but hopefully, maybe procure some precious metals, just as a, like a solid buffer, um, solid wealth, not just this, you know, digital numbers in a bank account, if you want to. And that, 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 this is what's always been said about precious metals too: is they're they're a store of wealth. They're not necessarily an investment. Or you you can make money off of them, but it's usually you have money and then you sink it into precious metals as a way to just ensure that wealth never goes away. Precious metals, like the the value, does go up and down, and actually with the latest banking shit going on. Boolean did go up in value, uh, along with like Bitcoin and bonds, which bonds, I don't know the most about, but I know that they, they kind of, they're like the opposite, not the opposite necessarily, but you think of them as kind of the inverse of like stocks or whatever, like they're, they're more stocks are more like gambling and like short term and, they can be long term, but like they're more like, yeah, you know, gambling. You throw your money into the market. You bet on these companies and this and that. Bonds are like more like long term and have a pretty stable. I don't want to talk out of my ass, but they're more stable, like long term payoff. And um, I don't. It, it, 
in times like these, they do better, basically. Um, so that's why they're kind of lumped in with the Boolean and Bitcoin and bonds. Mm. Um, that whole, those three that are apparently doing better right now after the banking fiasco that's just, just cropped up. Um, so if you have the means and maybe it's not too late, maybe just uh, buy a couple bars of gold or some some silver, whatever you got, whatever's available to you, and uh, ensure some of that wealth outside of the bank. Everything's satire. I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> yeah. I just remember U.S. savings bonds uh, being like a five-second commercial after Legends of the Hidden Temple. There'd be a, <laughs> you know, U.S. bonds, a U.S. savings bonds. And then, like, right yeah. after that would be like, drink Nestle. And I'd be like, damn, both sound <laughs> pretty good right now. I got to get a bonds with the Nestle? Oh, man. Yeah, I need a $5 U.S. saving bond so I can go to college, and I'm going to drink some Nestle yeah. some Nestle chocolate milk. And uh, I know where the humans are at in the Legends of the Hidden Temple. They're in the same spot every time. And every time, those green barracudas, they just uh, they just can't seem... They've never watched the show, apparently. Never watched those the show. idiots. They, they, they never they just changed didn't, the formula. They didn't have enough of those, like, tokens or talismans or whatever that they had to, <laughs> yeah. had to fork over. Yes, exactly. Yes, the Olmec, the Olmec yeah. <laughs> temple talisman. Dude, yeah. like, dude what, what symbology on that show, you know? What were they trying to say, you know? They picked those. That was a great show. Oh, dude, one of my favorites <laughs> growing up. Absolutely one of my favorites growing up. Um, yeah, they don't make cool children's show like that anymore. Um, no, they don't. Dude, oh my god, like, I think, uh, yeah, um, I, cause, because, uh, how do I say, you know, there is, uh, you know, cause I, I do watch, uh, some of these children's shows coming up because of my family situation, and, um, what is out there now for children is just sad, dude, absolutely yeah. terrible, um, there's like a new Trolls, like it's like a remake of the Trolls franchise, and it is the most gender-bending uh, trans kind of crap I've seen ever, dude. Like, they have like a troll who's like, he's all glitter, but he sounds like, um, like an old, sassy, you know, <laughs> minority. And, and I shit you not, like one of the, one of the episodes, the whole premise was the trolls wanted to throw the best party ever. This is a kid show. And it's, it's like the party is like a rave. And at one point that troll, he, he literally shoots glitter out of his ass. They show his ass cheeks. They show glitter coming out. And it's very, uh. I don't know. Nothing about that screams like children to me or you know what I mean? It's like uh yeah. It's scary, dude. Um basically, we had the best time period of creativity, uh wholesomeness, um you know, moral structure kind of thing and yeah. Uh 
I think we did, yeah. Doom and Gloom. But also, yeah. I think... It was even... Uh, if, if you look at some of those shows, too, it was starting to seep in, even way back then. True, um, true, true. true. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Like, I forget which show it was. That it, was it was It was something I didn't watch. I think it was on Disney, which might make sense. Um, I didn't... I didn't watch that one too much as a kid. Um, the, like, the Disney Channel, but... I saw something on a TV in one of these places, one of these people's homes I was in recently, and it was like an old throwback Disney episode, mm-hmm. and it and it and it like from that time, from way back when, and and it was in, starting to inject those elements of like the whole like leftist, uh, you know, kind of the racial shit all that and I was like oh damn they were they were planting those seeds right all the way back then damn but the, the, the shows I remember that I watched like it, what, it didn't infect the, those those shows or those stations quite yet right <clears throat> but it makes sense that it did it for Disney looking back yeah um, but yeah you know that's how they work they they it's a long game mm-hmm. and they have been working for a long time to plant those seeds mm-hmm. but yeah we had we had some good shit the classics mm-hmm. like <clears throat> pretty much uh yeah all the stuff that i grew up with i try to show you know the people in my family and um <clears throat> yeah it's it's so interesting like we got about like 7 6 minutes so, but like you know uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I I will watch old episodes, you know, not not alone, not drunk and alone on a Friday night. <laughs> Sometimes, all the time. Um, but I will watch that show, and the whole feel, the whole vibe, the whole what what they say is just so much more wholesome, so much more fun so much more entertaining like case in point like uh you know i was watching it with my cousin and instantly as soon as she heard cowabunga dudes her mind was like what (laughs) like what like that's the coolest thing i've ever heard you know and yeah, there's just something about those older shows that we grew up on that are totally different from what's going out there now. It promotes a totally different message, totally different vibe. Like, it made you feel good. You know, like, like I, I remember bringing this up, like, when was the last time there was a feel-good movie of the year? You know, I feel like growing up, every year we'd get a, this is the feel-good movie of the year. And now... There's none of that shit, you know, all, I'm kind of drunk here, but yeah, all, you know, all entertainment is totally garbage today. Modern entertainment sucks. And, uh, we really, yeah. we really did have the best generation and I hope, um, you know, whenever I have my own offspring, totally soon, hopefully not too later. I don't want to be older shit having children. Um, hopefully whenever I have my own children, I, I can show them the same things that I watched and. That's really, uh, yeah, because I, I can see it with all this modern stuff. It is just 
total garbage and yeah we got four minutes yeah i know a lot of these new shows just suck i don't know i'm gonna try and show them all of the old stuff yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean dude you like I, I don't know if you're watching too much of it now but i think your mind's gonna be blown when you see what they're showing on tv man it's crazy yeah, I mean they're just uh, showing dildos up their butts and uh, pretty much, pretty much farting, farting glitter. Yeah, dude, I was disgusted. When I, like, I was like, "What is going on right now? This is crazy." Um. Well, this is this topic's important. Maybe continue it on another guest, but you know, we we did mention before this before we started the. Uh, j6 shit and um maybe we should touch on that in the closing moments um yeah lots of stuff there i don't know just i mean it's everything we already knew but i'm glad that it's being projected out to the normies um at least some of them and uh but they totally they totally nerfed it and made made uh tucker stop doing more videos on it but Mm. I don't know. It already they he at least he seeded it out there to them, to the universe, to the normies and stuff that are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, more minds are convinced about what bullshit that was. That was all staged. That dude, like shaman dude, was like the most peaceful guy, and he's got like four years in jail or whatever sentence. And, I heard he's got like mild um, autism or something too. Like he's very nice, but he's not like completely there or something. The, oh, I didn't hear that. The, but yeah, there's a uh, you, you need to listen to. There's a, a recent Tim Dillon episode with Alex, or a, a recent Tim Dillon episode with um, Alex Jones, and they talk. Oh. About, yeah, and they talk about everything. It's great. You need to listen to that one. They kind of go into more about that dude, and uh, from what I can gather, is he's a normal, great kind of human being type of person, but he got caught up in this moment, and he really thought the cops were on his side and stuff. Um, yeah, and now bullshit. he's yeah now he's you know rotting in jail basically. <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about again? We got like a minute and a half. Oh, well, we were just talking about the Jason, the destruction of uh, America, and the world, World War Three, and <laughs> fannies and Middle Earth. You know. This was all satire. We were talking about Middle Earth and their problems they went through in the lead up between the great World War Three of man. You know, a little known uh, conflict in Middle Earth was the uh, the great transgender Hobbit War, uh, which maybe we'll get into next time. Um, yes, that explains. You why, know, that explains why there's no more Harfoots in the. Peter Jackson trilogy. <laughs> yeah, and among other other types of hobbits. Um, but you know, beyond that, hope everybody's continuing to work on those gardens. It's springtime, folks. And chickens and guns. Man, one hundred percent. That's the that's the way to do. It. You got to get an elk to or a deer somehow. I think that's the the next step but start, uh, yeah. start farming elk <laughs> yes 
Um, well, that's been a very special episode of the Thomas Strider Podcast. This is Strider. <laughs>